Credit to the Santon Times podcast. We now move on to another school in the greater Santon area to see how preparations are coming along. I'm joined by Joseph uh, Jarassi. He's the executive head at Red Hill School. Joseph, uh, are you good to go for June 1? Um, Alex, we're, we're absolutely good to go. I mean, you know, you, you, you don't always know on day one what's going to confront you. But I think we, we, we've been preparing this for the last six weeks. Um, as soon as we went into lockdown, we were very well aware of the fact that we would be going back to school sooner or later. And we decided that we would put uh, together protocols, which we thought would be best for our community. And so we started to work on those protocols, both in terms of education, because we had moved obviously into um, our distance learning program. But we realized that not all students were going to come back uh, no matter when school started. So we already started to prepare to kind of move into a blended learning system for students that were going to come back to school, as well as continuing with our distance learning program for those students that were not going to come back. And then secondly, we obviously started to work on our um, health and safety protocols, which are really, really important. And again, we didn't want to leave that until the last minute. So um, we've put together policies, documents. Um, we've had outsourced people coming onto campus. We've had the entire school sanitized. We have all of the masks. Each student will get two, two masks that they'll get from the school. Our younger students will get the face screens. All of our staff have been given full-on protection gear. Um, we've gone into all of our classrooms. We've made sure that there are no more than maximum 14 desks in a class. So every desk will have at least two meters between um, the, the, the next desk. We've made sure that there's sanitizers um, throughout the school as well as um, at, the, you know, uh, at every classroom. We've made sure that we've got taped markings outside every classroom that students, when they're ready to come into class, they will still, you know, be a meter and a half apart from one another. Um, and we've also worked really hard on our technology so that we have classrooms where if there are students who decide to stay at home, um, they, will, they will work on their distance learning program, but they will also have the ability to zoom in to any particular class that's actually uh, taking place live in the classroom. And we feel that together with our parents association, they've been amazing in terms of communication. We've communicated with parents. We're very lucky that we run our own student radio uh, radio program, Red Radio. I've, I'm on that program every Friday in the afternoon. And we give our parents communication every single Friday afternoon over Red Radio, as well as a newsletter from myself. Um, in terms of our documentation that was sent out, we sent out a 20-page get-back-to-school document, which shows all of our parents the staggered starts, the staggered break times, the staggered finishing times. So we feel that we're, we're raring to go. Is it going to be easy? No, this is not going to be an easy time. But right from the beginning, we knew that this lockdown was going to last for a certain period of time. And that period of time was going to be to get South Africa ready for the new normal so we knew we were going to come back to school at some stage. We were also very aware of the fact that whatever protocols we put in place, children are going to get the virus. Teachers will get the virus. Um, there's no doubt about that. We're not saying that any of our protocols are going to prevent children or staff from getting the virus. But I think in the same way as the government, we're looking to flatten the curve. That's pretty much what we're looking to do within our school, that we are never in a situation where we have uh, a whole lot of students getting the virus, but rather that, um, you know, 
there are a few students at a time or teachers that might be getting it would go into two-week quarantine, then we'll be able to return to school. Because for us, it's about getting our students ready for what we all know is going to be the new normal. And yeah, we're excited about getting our students ready for that. Well, that sounds very comprehensive. It sounds like you've been putting a lot of effort and a lot of thought into uh, what has to happen essentially uh, next week. Is still uh, classes as usual in terms of, is it Monday to Friday, uh, the usual times, or has that changed as well? So as I said, for us, June needed to be a time where we did not have many students on our campus, but we also thought it was important to have all of our students come back to school. So we are going to be having all of our students coming back to school right across all grades. But the way we've done it is we were meant to be going at the end of June into a midterm break. So what we've done is we've lengthened the midterm break to a two-week midterm break where half of the students will take the first two weeks of June as their midterm break. That meant that we would only have half of our students coming back to school. But even within the half of those students, they will come on alternate days. So we have a red day and a blue day, um, and students have been divided into either a red day uh, or a red class, a blue day or a blue class, and an online class. So in reality, we will never have more than um, a third of our students on the campus at any one time, but we, have, we will also be able to get all of our students onto campus so that they start to get used to what this new normal is going to look like. We've taken a long-term view on this, that the coronavirus is going to be around for at least another 18 months. And if we're going to have the coronavirus around for 18 months, we cannot keep students uh, in this unnatural state of lockdown for another two to three months in terms of certain grades. We've got to get kids out there again. We've, we, we, we've, taken, a, we've taken a stance that through our distance learning, we've definitely looked after the, the academic um, needs. We're starting to worry about their social and emotional and mental uh, needs and how this is going to harm students who are in an unnatural state by being locked down at home. But when you get students back into a school, you want them to come back in a very ordered way where you are reintroducing them into what I call the new normal. And so we've worked our timetables very cleverly that we never have more than a third of our students on the campus. The classes remain no more than between 8 and 12 in a class, but everyone gets the opportunity to come back and see what school is going to be like so that by the time we move into July, and then going to the August holidays, hopefully by September, all students are very used to the new normal, whether, they are, whether they've managed to get used to the masks that they're going to have to wear, the social distancing. Um, these are really important. So we're, we're saying that the needs are the academic needs, as well as the social and emotional needs, are as important. And as schools, we have to get our kids ready for the academic world out there, but we also have to get them ready for the new normal um, that they are going to encounter when they get out there. Well, Joseph, I think it sounds uh, very promising. I think it's going to be a very challenging week next week, and I guess it's also going to be a bit of a trial and error as you as you pr- progress and you'll probably find some, some things work and some things don't but I look forward to connecting with you somewhere down the line to see how uh, you've progressed how things have uh, adapted and changed thank you so much for making the time that's Joseph Garassi he's the executive head at Red Hill School in Santon